You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Okay, we are back. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, the home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Eddie, Tom, how are you? Oh, look, I'm fantastic. I'm absolutely fantastic. I don't know if you could be any better. I couldn't be more alive, Tom. I'm on a high, mate. New South Wales are back on top of the uh, the rugby league heap. Back where we belong, the I origin think. heap. Champions of the world. Uh, best rugby league team on the planet, Tom. Uh, yeah, one one straight. That's what it is. Well, it's 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 the best team on the planet. One in a row. Hashtag one in a row. We've done it. One series in a row. Goodbye. And that look, the Queensland dynasty obviously well and truly over. We are basking well and truly in the afterglow of. The 2018 State of Origin Series victory that took place on Sunday night. Uh, very stiff, Eddie. Very, I'm filled with a lot of state pride. Um, didn't know I could feel such overwhelming joy, Tom. Now, when when the when the when we when the whistle went last night, there was an overflow of emotion. I think. Oh, well, we were together. An outpouring. Of an emotion. outpouring of emotion. Uh, overflowing. Yeah. Went straight to the bar. Couple of rums. New South Wales celebratory rums, New South Wales rums, uh, victorious rums, and could it get any better? No, I don't think so. Now, look, we've got a lot to get through uh, on this show this week. Uh, just a bit of info for the punter and the dribbler before we before we get stuck into it. Uh, if you're in Sydney on Wednesday night, this Wednesday night, get down to the Botany View Hotel. We're doing a live podcast with the one and only Josh Reynolds, the Grub. He's going to be on stage talking to be shit. Bit the of last origin. great New South Wales half. Well, he was until until last night. Until last night, yeah. Uh, so he's going to be talking origin, all that sort of stuff. That's the Botany View Hotel on Wednesday, June 27th. 7.30pm. Get down there from 7, though. Correct. Just to be safe. Uh, if you want to follow us, keep up to date with the uh, the goings on. It's Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Go subscribe to all the fucking, on all your podcast platforms, the Hello Sport Podcast. Correct. All that shit. But coming up on the show, obviously a bloody comprehensive Origin rap. Uh, going to be rapping Origin, Tom. Um, uh, going to be talking a little bit of uh, Rugby Union, the 15-man right, card. The 15-man game. Uh, look, not the result everyone wanted on the weekend, but goddamn uh, International Rugby League, still alive and well in this country. It'll be the sold-out Allianz Stadium. New rugby ground record. Rugby Union. What did I say? Rugby League. Well, Rugby League well, is Well, that's on your mind. Uh, rugby League is alive and well, though. I'm not incorrect in saying that. No. Um, and Nick Kyrgios a little bit of hot water again, Tom. Yeah, and I'm not so sure why. Look, there, I'm, uh, Nick Kyrgios, very polarizing figure in, in world sport, Eddie, but oh. I think he might be a little, un- a little unfairly, harshly done by it. Well, he's Milan now, Tom, and yeah, they go is. after the Milan. They do. Um, and then, obviously, I mean, on Origin, also the, 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 the ladies, the female state of Origin, the girls got a, had a game. Yeah, uh, it'd be rude not to touch on that, Tom. Rude not to touch on it. And also the furor surrounding... Uh, just a little bit of post-game love between a couple of women. We'll get into it. We'll get into it, Eddie. Can't Very wait, excited. Cannot wait. Tom. Time to rip in. Time to rip in. Okay, Eddie. So look, state of origin. We haven't spoken about it. I mean, there's a bit to digest here. There's a lot to digest. Tom. I, look, okay. I guess. I guess. Firstly, I just want to say, uh, hell of a win. We almost lost it, which was intense. I just want to go through the performances. Firstly, personally, for myself, uh, Latrell and the Fox. Certainly holding up that left edge. Uh, look like a look like a left edge we can get behind. Uh, what for the next ten years? Is that fair to say? Uh, I'm more than happy to get behind them for the next ten years. 
for to, sure. Uh, just that the, the. I mean, Latrell's a he's just a, a hunk of a man, he's isn't he? He's a hunk of a man. He's real, a hunk of a man. Strong as an ox. Real specimen. Am I am I wrong in saying strong as an ox? I'd Tom? say that the ox is the preferred terminology when describing a man's strength in 2018. <laughs> yeah. and he's as strong as one. Yeah, he's oh. got all the ox strength you could ask for. Uh, close to the line, absolutely bitch chambers. Oh which I god, love. great ball from Teddy. Oh, Teddy's a Teddy's he's a, got a lot of weak, got a lot of nouse around the uh, around, nouse the, around the ruck, mate. Teddy's an Origin footballer. Plenty of ruck nouse. Uh, yeah, he's an out and out Origin footballer, Tom. And when you got a big ox like fucker in Latrell, Trell, who's who's that close to the line and and he's got a thirst for tries for his state, Tom. Oh, mate, it's over. It's absolutely over. It's over. It's done. And the thirst for tries is insatiable with Trell. Trell just has an absolutely, uh, you know, unquenchable desire to score tries. And, and I think you saw that. That was um, exemplified when he's trying to get that ball away to Fox, trying to get him over the line for a bit of meat. Yeah. And then when he breaks the line and tries to throw that, that, that flick no pass. look flick pass, again, you could on the face of it say, particularly when he tries to get the ball away to Fox the first time, that that, that leads to a try. Yeah, but, absolutely. But, but the flip of the coin is if you're going to have a man in there with an insatiable thirst for tries, that's that's by the by. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, it's called it's called uh, like yeah, you're sort of your your yin and yang, Tom. No, but you know your 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 beer wasted. You know, it's like what you prepared to lose. <laughs> it's like it's 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 almost written into the price. Yes, it's into the yes. price of trail yes. is a couple of loose passes because of a, an insatiable thirst for tries. That's right. Now, also, I'd say that the fox was a little bit to blame there as well because I think the fox maybe underestimated Trell's thirst and so overran him a little bit. Well, he's too quick. He's too quick. Had he stood a little deeper, anticipated the thirst. Mm. Then I think we could have been seeing well, another we, fox try. Well, I think so, but you know, again, the fox is just a victim of of you know immense speed, yes. greyhound like speed. I think we've been yes, it's exactly. been called greyhound like dish liquor speed, dish liquor stuff. And when you run at the speed of a dishy, Tom, you you band over run a couple, and that's it. But these creases can be ironed out, punters, dribblers. Yeah. This is this is series number one. It's their second game, Eddie. You you you. You know, cut down on the wastage, on the beer slop, <laughs> so to speak, and you get and you get the fox standing a little deeper with that dishy speed. That's it. I and mean, you get Trell a little more crisp with the flick pass. Uh, look, this is dynasty stuff, punters, dribblers. Dynasty have- stuff down that left edge. Now the right side, Tom, exposed early. Exposed early, but you know what? Uh, Tommy Turbo and he came in off his wing like a good bloody. And Jimmy the Jet. It, it, the, the, did he? Did, did he? Look, Tommy came in off his wing for that first try, right? Bad decision. It's a rugby league players tend to make that mistake frequently. Now, look, what's that all about? Um, now, look, because I tell you what I think. You know what I mean? Now, if, what, I, if, I, if I was to, or did you, do you have a do you have a theory? No, I'm going to ask you. No, I'm asking you, and I'm just laying it out for the punter and dribbler at home. Why do we consistently see wingers coming in off their wing and? Inevitably, jamming and jamming in, so to speak, and inevitably creating an overlap for themselves or against themselves. And it happens time and time and time and time again. And if you don't think these fucking elite players aren't going to be able to exploit that if you come in off your wing, then you're an idiot. And yet we see it all, all the, time. the time. What well, is going on here? Look, Eddie, now I must qualify this with the fact that I have no idea what I'm talking You know nothing. I know absolutely That's nothing. That's why I asked you. But if I was to hazard <laughs> a guess, if I was to put myself in the mind frame of, a, of an origin quality rugby league footballer... Well, a footballer. Uh, certainly a footballer. 
I would think that in game one wasn't so much of a problem for the Jet and for Turbo, was it? In terms of the you know sticking out in your wing and defending. Now game two is a whole different kettle of fish because now you've got the greatest fullback of all time looping around the back and 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 mixing it with GI and the like. Mm. So naturally, I'm going to be shitting myself. Yeah. Naturally, I'm going to be like, well, what the fuck's going on here? Now I've got not just GI and Cam Munster. But, but I've got I've the got, greatest fullback in the history of the, the game. the greatest fullback of all time and the greatest try scorer in origin history. In Cam and, and, an out, and an out-and-out origin footballer in Cam Munster, who we'll get football. to later. He's, yeah. he's immense. We'll get to Queensland in a little bit. So I think that's why initially Turbo shit the bed. But he admitted he shit the bed, and what I liked about it was then, for the rest of the game, he was just coming in off his wing and, like, not in defense, thank Christ, but uh, doing work, going looking for the ball. Yeah, looking for nut, Tom. Looking for nut. Looking for nut. You know, and that's what I—that's what you like out of your big body that's winningers. You know get what I mean? Getting on. in there, looking for a bit of work, getting your hands dirty, getting the boys on the front foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Creating opportunities for your stake, Tom. Yeah. So he, re- he rebounded well. He, he rebounded, rebounded very well. well. Uh, Nathan Cleary, little quiet but solid. Look, I'd say, I'll say this about Nath. In terms of his attack, he did absolutely nothing. And no. I think that's fair to say. Literally nothing. Looked like when it came to... But but he also didn't but fuck Mal- up. No, he didn't fuck up. And Maloney was doing... Maloney, Maloney was, was doing leading it. it you know what I mean? You could see that was almost like a conscious decision. Yeah, look, and look, I wonder whether it's a sort of a thing where it's like, let's just get him used to the to the arena. Let's get him let's used to the arena. Let's not break his back. Let's no. break him in. Let's break him in like a wild stallion. He's a wild stallion. Look at that jaw. Exactly, right? It's a horse's jaw if ever we've seen one on a human. Extraordinary craftsmanship, I I must say. No, absolutely. It's a wonderful jaw. uh, jaw. I I would actually look into whether he has some sort of equine uh, relatives, some equine descendancy in his his heritage. Bit of winks through the bloodline. Well, something like that. I don't know if there's just maybe some Maybe a bit of long row, maybe a bit of a Kyrie in him. Somewhere. Somewhere in the the, the lineage. I just think there has to be some sort of... But some elite, some elite thoroughbred. Thoroughbred in his past. Um, Now, into the forwards, look... I mean, DeBellin tackled like a motherfucker. He's a big fucker, isn't he, DeBellin? He's yeah. cut to shit. You see that man with his shirt off? Yeah, dude. You see that man with his shirt off? Yeah. My God, punters yeah. dribbling. Yeah, he's pretty fucking... He's pretty all all there, you know what I mean? Oh, he's all there, Tom. He's all there. No, no, no. He's he's all there, baby. He, he, he's your rugby league 10. That's alpha shit. That's that alpha rugby league 10 shit. Playing in the middle, fucking cutting people in half. Oh, and, and loving it, And Tom. loving it. And loving it. Licking his lips. Of course he is, mate. And, that was a and, day in the park for him, mate. He was... Would you say... Would you say he is the new sex symbol of rugby league. I would go absolutely along with that. He has to be the new rugby league sex. You symbol, see right? that man with his shirt off and throwing beer and 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 VB and all so that good new... stuff, all that nectar over him. A man in the throes of an Origin victory with his shirt off, looking every bit of an Adonis tan, yeah. covered in the nectar of the gods. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me that's not a. That's not a sex symbol right there? Yeah, right there. You could see every wag in the sheds afterwards just could not keep their eyes off one Jade DeBellin. <laughs> and I was part and I, I was one of them. We were part of that, We Tom. were part of that. We were wags I from think, afar. I think the nation was a yeah, wag at that yeah. point. He doesn't seem like that big of a bloke, but he seems to... You know, post-contact meet is, a, it is something I really focus on. Well, really, that's... You know? I mean, look, we don't want to get two X's and O's here. But post-contact meet is one of the great metrics in rugby league. That's and right. it seems like Jake's PCMs are just... Well, they're elite, Tom. They're elite. They're elite. You know what I mean? That you ever heard of top one yeah, percent? That sort of shit. That sort of shit. Now, look, I don't want to be, I don't want to be negative here because I mean, because you know, we've got, we haven't started talking about Queensland yet, so that's where I'll save most of my negativity. But what do we think of Matt Pryor? Just really, like, did he do anything? I'd say, I'd say, look, look, okay, for for the punter and the dribbler who is new to the podcast, we've. 
we've spoken at length about the different. If we've spoken at length about how a rugby league side can often be described as a brick wall. Now the bricks are the stars in a team, you know, and then the cement are just those bit players that keep the wall together. They keep the wall together. Stop the bricks falling, falling out, out, so to speak. Exactly. But, the, but but don't make no mistake. The the bricks are holding up the wall. But cement is essential. The cement's just keeping it together. But the cement is essential in the success glue, of the wall. if you will. Yes. Glue, if you will. So uh, look, Matt Pryor to me is a cement player in the Cronulla Sharks. Now, very rarely do you see in Origin any cement players picked. It's usually just all the bricks from all of the teams yeah. oh, that yeah. come together. Now, Matt Pryor would be one of the last that I can ever think of cement players brought into a brick world. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Into a world of bricks. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and we've talked before on the show, for the really loyal punter and dribbler, cement can become a brick. Yes. Over time, if it's forged under pressures and environmental factors, yes. it can become a brick. Absolutely. Make no mistake. We're not saying that, but what but what we are saying is this this isn't the story of cement turned brick. No, this, this is, is the story of cement trying to mix it with brick. <laughs> exactly, which never which doesn't, which doesn't work. No. She so, madness. So that's where I feel like he was he played like a cement player in a in a brick side. In yeah. a bricks in a bricks world. <laughs> that's right. You know what and I mean? cement's not gonna cut it in a bricks world. No. They're too big and strong and fast and heavy and elite. And he started the game and and we were getting dominated and Queensland were getting a roll on and then they, they hoof they they pull him off, for lack of a better term. Uh, and he goes and sits on the sideline, and then they bring him back for like the fucking final ten or something. Look, shit. it was like, always, a, it was always. I would have gone with Ryan James, and then I was even thinking, do you even just, do you even just throw Jakey on in the front row and get fucking? Well, you could, but you still need that. You still need a forward. You still need a sorry, a middle, a middle forward in the. Look, who cares? This is exercise. Anyway, exercise. We shouldn't get into the exercise. No, 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 let's not. We're we, we're back to the the more brick and cement type. Uh, yeah, you know. Point down, being, but... point being, we questioned his in t- his inclusion uh, last week on the show. Yes. Well, we just basically couldn't really make sense of it, no. given that he's fifty. Yes. Uh, I think, by and large, we've been proven correct on yes. that. No surprises there, punters, dribblers. Uh, no surprises there. No. But moving forward, I think it's time that we say farewell to. Cement man trying to mix it in that brick world. Yeah, look, I don't think... I think, I mean, And I think we just move on with our lives. Yeah, yeah. I think we shift now to Queensland. Now, there's a couple of things I want to touch on with Queensland. Uh, yeah. Do you want to start with, with what was horrible, or do you want to start with what was great? No, look, I think we start with what's horrible. Uh, so, B, B Hunt. Yeah, old Benny Hunt. Not a not not a not a big game player. Well, look, but I mean, I don't know if he necessarily played that badly, but I just don't think that he's he he just fucking he didn't have the nuts to ice it in those situations. Queensland are used to having like Thurston and Cronk and everything. The only time motherfuckers really, ice cold. He did the penalty try tackle, which again I would have been happy either way if they just sin binned him. I wouldn't have been like that was a fucking penalty try. But I also but it was a, it was a penalty try in the letter of the law. It was a penalty try because yes. because. Was he gonna? Was Cordner gonna get there? Well, you can say that he he probably was, but I feel like a penalty try. You've got to kind of be like you think about the penalty try in the '99 Grand Final. Whoever the fuck scored it, I can't remember. But he's he's caught the ball and he's literally like going to ground to put it down, and he gets clotheslined, knocked out, and drops the ball. Yeah, you can say there that were it not for him getting clotheslined, he was one hundred percent going to score that try. 
Whereas so, the Cordner one, I it's feel 99. like it's a 99. Yeah, I think he probably would have scored it. And yes, Chambers ended up getting there. But what about even like the fact that the way the ball bounced may have been more conducive to someone who was standing at Chambers' distance to run onto it and hit it perfectly. Whereas if Cordner was running through, it kicks up like a, a, the bounce was awkward and he's reaching over his head to try to get it. Someone catches him, tackles him out. Like I just thought, I was sitting there going like, you feel good just showing penalty try, penalty try, definitely a penalty try. Like, sweet. I'm a New South Wales fan, so I don't give a fuck that it was a penalty try. But I was also like, well, I could I could see how maybe it's not a penalty try and it's just maybe send him off for 10. Yeah. But I'll take it. But also, penalty he, try. Would, he would have scored He would definitely so have scored fuck it, it. So fuck it. Hunt's the Queensland Pierce. Happy for him to stay in the side. Love Happy it. for him to be the most capped uh, Queensland half of all time, and maybe and maybe just get him to sit through nine or ten straight losses. Yeah, you I know think, what I mean. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think Queensland probably need to go through that as well. I think so because it unifies you as a state, brings think, you closer. Tom. Think about how much pride and passion we've. They, they feel like Queensland has become a little complacent with victory. Yes, and uh, you know, uh, there's nothing more humbling than defeat, Tom. That's it. And they've got a bit big for their boots. The well, Queenslanders. Eddie, you and I have been humbled before. Oh, we've been humbled. We've been humbled plenty of times. Oh, we've been humbled. Yeah, yeah. Let plenty me tell you, don't we've you been, We've been humbled, punters, dribblers. I think it's about time that Queensland were humbled. And if you keep Ben Benny Hunt there, who's a solid player, yeah. he's a good clubland player. He's Tom, a, look, he's have a, we heard this old story before? This old record. He's a great player. clubland. Great in clubland. Great club clubland. Clubland player, rather, but you know, not cut out for that origin, that September football stuff. Yeah. So we'll see this year. Yeah. If old Benny Hunt falls away in September, I think we've got a new Mitch Pierce on our hands. That's it. And I think we can all rejoice as New South Welshmen that maybe they'll keep him there. DC's maligned. A pe- Milford, well, Mil- Milford's bloody hot and cold. He's rocks or diamonds. Yes, he is. So, I mean, I'm happy, but I'm going to just put that to the side and bathe in what has been. An excellent two games by the Blues. Freddie's done a magnificent job. Wonderful job. We're atop the heap, Tom. We're bathing in victory once more. The was, state has come alive. Literally the first series win I've seen since I was 16 years old, since I was a boy. I've I've gone from a boy to a man. Mm. Had my, you know, a lot of firsts in between that time, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. You too. From small to big. Small to big. You know. First loves, yeah, love, love and loved and lost, Eddie. Loved and laughed, lost, laughed and cried, laughed Tom. and cried. I've put on weight, I've lost weight, I've put it all back on. You know, I've got greys in my couple hair. of good nights, couple of bad nights. Look how grey you are now. I know. You're Look as, at me. You're as grey as fuck. And I'm I mean, grey. I'm that, in desperate trouble. Well, that could be a lot to do with Origin itself. Well, I started getting grey. During the dark years of origin, that's it. So if I'm going to look to use something as an excuse, it's that. If if maybe now the greys start to subside and I go back to a bit of colour, then I think we know for sure, for certain, it that it origin, was origin related, origin induced, stress so, related. Victory, victory, victory for the great started your tap up. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Wallabies lost to Ireland. Pretty good game. I enjoyed it, but look, I mean. What it does show is that rugby, super rugby, pure shit, couldn't be less interesting, pure shit. But there is still a very big thirst in this country for the international game. And it seems like we we do still have the the cattle to at least mix it with the best teams in the world. Ireland were number two, which obviously just in and of itself is a hard thing to compute in your mind, an Irish team being good. But they they are a good side and... We mixed it with them. We did win the first game and then lost the second two. Um, 
I mean, I don't want to break down the minutiae of that game too much, Eddie. I do think that Rugby Union, as a fan, has too many opportunities for fucking penalties. But Look, I don't think we're going to solve that here. No, we're not going to I don't think we're going to solve that here today, Tom. No. But rugby, international rugby as a whole, love it. And if you can't get around your wallabies, great brand. Great and you brand. can't get around your country, great country. Great country. Then fucking... There's the door, mate. Yeah, catch you later. You know what later. I mean? Catch you later. See you later, bro. Yeah. Off you go. Hand Jog in, on. Hand in your passport, mate. Jog on, mate. You know what I mean? Out the door. Piss off. Tell Off you, you go. Tell you what I can't get behind. Do you see Israel Folau get yellow carded? Mm. I don't understand how that works. So no. riddle me this one, punters, dribblers. Israel Folau can jump you know, the, over a small building. The man's got that much fucking aerial nous. And the, the Irish guys, he's fucking lifted his player up, right? So he's, he's literally... Lining out, line outing him to mm. get the the kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Israel's jumped through, tapped the ball, and his hand may have like grazed this guy's back, like he's giving him a fucking back rub. They're try- and 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 yet the guy holding him in the air just drops him completely, and the guy lands on his neck, and Israel gets sent off, or like gets a yellow card for saying like that was he, that it was his fault. Surely you get, like if you're gonna yellow card someone, you yellow card his teammate, which you can't. But like I just it doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's just ridiculous. It's they get they get very precious about in the air contests, but then I get it. But like the logic around that was just so fucking off. I was like, I don't care what the hell's going on. I don't think it was a yellow card. And no. like to, to your point, that his bloody teammate should have been sent off really for just dropping him. Well, for being that bloody inconsiderate, Tom. He's completely dropped him out of the sky, and this guy's fucking landed on his neck. He's basically like just said, fuck it, I've had enough. Can... Would he give... Is he a great Australian jumper? Well, I was just about to say, would he give old B. Stark a run for his money? Well, well he... I think he would. I think he'd have to. You he'd have I mean? to. I mean, what would he What would he be? Would he be a high jumper or would he be a long jumper? Probably a high jumper, you'd think. I reckon he could be a pole vaulter sans pole. But yes, is he, is he a great Australian jumper? I think he'd have to be up. He's got to be in that. He's got to be in that conversation. Does he go on the? Would you put him on the jumper? Jumper? Yes. So punters, we are releasing a limited edition range of jumpers at some stage in our future, mm. uh, and it's the jumper jumper. And so this is obviously a a beautiful, beautiful, uh, extraordinary knitmanship. Yeah, a nice, a nice. Well, I mean, maybe nylon. Just in terms of keeping the cost down. Well, but it, it'll be it'll be well appointed, uh, beautiful material. Yeah, beautiful material. And adorned punters with dribblers. great Australian jumpers. That's right. Thus, the name the jumper jumper. Now, you know, just to put a bow on rugby, uh, you know, it doesn't fill me with joy that we've gone down to Ireland. Yes, they're number two in the world, but you know, but are they, they are? But they are Irish, Irish, and they have come halfway across the globe to play in Australia, and they'd be come down here. They'd come down here to drink and root. You know what I mean? Oh God, yeah. They've come down here for for rooting and drinking and well, drinking and, and rooting, and so they should, and so they should. And I can't knock a bloke or a team for that for no. that mentality. No, you know, you're you know, you're away on holidays and you want to let your head out and you want to have a bit of fun. You know, you want to drink you, and you want to root. And you want to explore the exotic fruits, Tom. Yes, there's no dramas there with no. exploring new fruits, tasting new fruits. The Tom. land down under. That's Eddie. all right. We're plentiful, mate. We're filled. Fruits with- are plenty. Hey, look, they got it. All they got to do is just keep out for them poisonous snakes. Because hey, there's some there's some beautiful fruit out and about, but you might come across a poisonous. <laughs> A snake here or there, a spider bite. Yeah, you little. Next thing you know, your dick falls. But the off. juice is worth the squeeze. I think that's what we're trying to say. Absolutely. So with that knowledge, it's a little deflating, a little disheartening that we haven't been able to get the bickies against the Irish. Well, look, knowing that they would be out there. Hello Sport did come into contact with some uh, footage 
I will say. Doesn't matter where we got it. Doesn't matter. But we've seen it. We've seen some footage of some prominent Irish players, certainly one of them, doing some rooting. <laughs> yeah, getting into some work. Getting into some work. And so we sort of thought, well, look, well, no wonder they're losing and you might say, And you might say, well, you know, where's this shot? All I can say is, you know, he's getting into some work on the balcony of a hotel. Yeah. In broad daylight. In broad daylight. Probably 12, 1230. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people are eating in the, like, the, below him. You know, yeah. there's like shit going on. And he's getting into some work. He's getting some work done for his, for his country. Mm. Off the field, of course. Mm. Um, but certainly that indicated to us that the Irish were here for a little bit of, you know, extracurricular fruit tasting. <laughs> That's right. Probably not. Rugby, probably not the number one focus. No, just so sam- with that knowledge- sampling some of the local cuisine, Eddie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? And and, right. and power to them. But with that knowledge, we sort of thought, well, you know, we've all, all of our boys- probably sampled enough of the local cuisine. So we're, 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 they're, they're just thinking about playing footy. Well, they're just trying to get wins for the country. They're just trying to get wins for the country. Mm, mm, they mm. aren't exactly out and about. That's right. So Rooting on mezzanines. Uh, Chicks Origin, Eddie. Hell of a game. Mm. Hell of a game. Mm. Uh, the girls did. It was actually fucking really good to watch. And that sounds like... That in and of itself sounds patronising. You can't help, you can't help the inherent patronising tone. You're like... Dude, it was actually a good game. Yeah, but look, let's be honest. Let's just be true to ourselves. You know, State of Origin traditionally has been known as a, as a man's contest. So you'll be, you'd be forgiven for not realising how strong the women's competition can be. Yes. Or version can be. Yes. I think that that's, that's fair enough. Oh, no one expected it to be as good as it was. I don't think. Oh, there maybe I did. I don't know. But I was certainly surprised, impressed about how good it was. And I think why, and again, this is probably just going to sound patronising, but I don't mean it to because I genuinely enjoyed the game, but because the difference in skill level and athleticism between the men and female is still quite stark, if you're looking at both those teams, there's a little more fatigue. There's a little bit less uh, precision like they're still good at passing, kicking, running, tackling, all that shit. But there's still that level, almost like old school rugby league back in the day before it was all where you have Cliffy Lyons going around smoking darts and just playing bit of, bit of footy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So you're able to like see a bit more happen in the game. Mm. Um, but it was fantastic. It was great. Congratulations, to New South Wales. We doubled up. We're winning men and women. We are unstoppable. But the thing that I thought was the the scattest thing about the whole thing was. Well, first, it was a beautiful story, Eddie. It was an interstate love affair. Uh, you had one player from the Queensland side and a player from the New South Wales side, partners in mm. life. Yeah. Live together. Life partners. Life partners. They think they played for the Gillaroos together and obviously uh, playing against each other in state of origin. After the game, they were fucking on the field sharing embrace, as you do with your partner, mm. sometimes just with a mate. But this, in this case, just giving each other a kiss was all good. NRL put it up. And a couple of fucking gimps online, like which would have been in the absolute minority, would have, were like, oh, this is fucking sexualizing the game, the women's game, duh, we don't need to see this. Some sort of negative shit, right? Well, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all either. And look, the NRL sort of clapped back at him, which was like, you know, welcome to 2018. Why don't you join us? Sweet. That's all good. Only problem there is you're giving oxygen to a very small amount of people who are saying this, and then the issue becomes far bigger 
than it ever really would have been. Like the biggest takeaway from that game or the most publicized thing from that game is these two chicks kissing and the backlash in inverted commas. Well, it's 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 the backlash. That's the, that was the story. About people, like the backlash about two girls kissing. Two, like these The story was kissing. about the backlash. And that's what the problem was. We're like, and then everyone's writing about that. NRL fucking claps back at some homophobe comments. Whereas if you'd literally just fucking blocked them, deleted the comments, whatever you do, then the fact that these these two gay women are kissing after the game is as normal as it should be in society, which is like it doesn't rate a mention. Or it might be like, oh, that's a nice photo. Yeah, it's a, no, it's just it's a nice it's a, a nice, nice photo. photo, and or like oh how funny is this? This couple, one on Queensland, one New South Wales. That's interesting. That's funny. That's a that's a nice talk topic, but it's it then just became this thing about like oh uh, about gayness and what was wrong with it and sexualizing the game and all this bullshit. And it's just like I found that disappointing. And as much as the media are trying to be like, I found the media were as much to blame for that whole fucking thing as well, they always else. are. Whatever fucking wherever the wherever the best selling stories, you yeah, know what I they mean? trump it up and they're they like, trump this it is up. It, but they are it's just unbelievable. As and it would have been two people they've got an issue. That's with it. it. It would have been a couple of dumb. Fucking... And they've just given so much oxygen, like you say, and it's just turned into this big hullabalooza, like a big this big much to do about. It's nothing. almost a, it becomes a circus almost. You know what I mean? It's All the... these people just firing these opinions at each other. It's fucking dribble. Yeah, and who and, gives a shit? But also. Also, I thought it was a beautiful photo, a gorgeous photo. Same, and 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 that in black and white or something, or just punch up the colours a bit so you get the blue and the beautiful. It'd on the be wall. fantastic. It'd be fantastic. It should be in the bloody NRL HQ. But yeah, so I just thought that was like the it was shit that that was the main takeaway from what was actually a very fucking good game. Well, the main takeaway is, I think, punters, dribblers, that New South Wales went the double. I yeah. think that's yeah. I think that's the point. The real takeaway isn't there. that the real takeaway here. New South Wales is that we are undefeated. This year. Thank you. So, Nick's in the headlines again, Tom. Our Nick. Our Nick. Aussie o- Nick. Aussie Nick. Curios. Nick Curios. Curios, rather. Now, Nick has been fined for what people are considering a lewd act. Well, define lewd. So, <laughs> I'll say what you think. I'll say what you think. I don't know. I just want to, let's just Google lewd for our for our less intelligent punter dribblers. Hold on a second there, punters. Lewd. Crude and offensive in a sexual way. So lewd is purely a sexual term. Okay. Yeah. But it's crude. Yeah, it's And crude. it's offensive. And it's offensive. So Nick's, Nick's in a bit of hot curry for a lewd sexual act, is he, Eddie? Yes. Now he, he's he's gone down to Chilich at Queens. He's gone down on Chilich. <laughs> he's gone down to Chilich in the semis at Queens. Queens, okay, yeah. Um, so obviously he's not you know ecstatic. No, he, but he's in the heat of battle. You got to remember. Yes. So you know we know that Nick doesn't really deal with with emotion particularly well. Yep. Uh, you know, clearly on this instance, emotion once again got the better of him, and he's pretended to masturbate using his water bottle. Okay, funny joke though. It's hilarious. Did they take that into account when they when they got him in trouble? Well, uh, no. It seems like maybe they didn't. So well, he's so he's masturbated the bottle. Yes. Now did he finish? <laughs> I haven't seen the footage of whether or not he squirted the bottle. Well, I think we should find out. I think we need to find that footage. We can't just. We can't just fucking talk about this thing if we haven't seen him, whether he's finished or not. I think that's quite an important part of the the 
Well, I think so. The yeah. action. BBC was forced to apologise. So I'm assuming there's some squirt in there. Yeah, well, look, off that headline alone, you think he's calm. So we are about to look at the video here of Nick Kyrgios masturbating a water bottle. The lewd act. Hold it up to the microphone. <laughs> oh, he squirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, He's coming. Yeah. Oh, he's shaking a little bit. <laughs> and the smile he has afterwards. He knows exactly he, what he's done. He's such a cheeky little bastard. He's, mate, okay, so he's been, I think, so he's been fined, uh, I think, 20 grand uh, and has been reprimanded by tennis. Yeah. Wherever the tennis fucking people Whoever are. they are. For what I see is just a little harmless, boyish, good behaviour. Let's be honest, Eddie. Everyone does it. Are you telling me, punters, dribblers, be honest. Who has, who has, who can honestly put their hand up right now and hand say they've never heart. done that? They've hand on heart. Pretended to jack off a water bottle. You're telling me you've never everywhere. pretended to jack off a water bottle. I would say that I have, not only have I done it, Eddie, I've done it multiple times. <laughs> it's a, uh, Is it wrong to say it's a rite of passage, yeah. Tom? Of becoming a man? Yeah. It's an absolute, in this nation at least, it's it's well and surely a rite of passage. You ever heard of the term a timeless joke? <laughs> guess what I'm doing here? Oi, guess what I'm doing here? But you know what I'm doing, pretend it. <laughs> it doesn't get old. No, it doesn't get it old. It doesn't get old. And Nick knows that. Nick knows that. Nick's from Canberra, for God's sake. Mate, he's, he's, he was raised on those rough and tumble playgrounds. That's it. Where that is a day-to-day occurrence. That's a staple of a schoolboy's uh, comedic repertoire. Uh, that's right. It's day-to-day stuff. Nick's seen an opportunity to get a few cheap giggles. I mean, look, they're, he's they're, an entertainer look, by yeah, and large. They're, they're cheap giggles. No one's saying that they aren't cheap <laughs> giggles. But tell me who's not laughing at it. See, that's all I'm questioning. Look, it's gone everywhere. And 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 realistically, if I'm being if I'm being specific, yeah, you know, I think you should be. He's not even really. I mean, it's he's sort of shaking the bottle. He's, he's not, not actually giving it a full Yahoo. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, he's not giving it a what's for. No, I mean, if we were just to critique his technique, look, if we're critiquing his technique, he's not spilling seed. He's not spilling seed. There's no way no. That, that's, that that's leading to a climax. No. <laughs> that was purely for show. Eddie, you think that's us? I think that's us. I've had a hell of a time. Um, Go the Blues. Another good week. The blues. Go the Blues. Uh, Again, if you're around Sydney on Wednesday, 27th, get down to the Botany View Hotel in Newtown. We are going to be shooting the shit with Josh Reynolds from 7 o'clock. Get Should be a from good 7. giggle. Should Come be down a for giggle. A uh, if, you li- if you enjoy the podcast, like and subscribe. Follow us on your podcast platforms, wherever that is. Hello Sport. And Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, if I'd already said that. Did I say that? Don't know. Finally. Anyone out there who knows Angus Crichton, please tell him to get in touch. We've been reaching out for a long time. The great uh, Angus Crichton, please get in touch. Yeah. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>